Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Coyotes have not <laughs> lost in regulation since January 24th. It's the Carter administration, yes. <laughs> yes. The Coyotes have points in eight straight games. It's 11.28 p.m. on a Saturday night, and the Arizona Coyotes just rallied back from being down 5-1 in the first period to take this game to a shootout. Should, we, their- should we tell everybody the edits we've made to this show? Basically cutting things. <laughs> We're determined yeah. to have you all out of here by midnight. Yeah, and good night. The lot said another two-day episode. <laughs> yeah, <Exactly>. I know. <laughs> I know. <sighs> Where do you start? Because, it, it, I, and and because this is the one good thing about rooting for a team that's in a rebuild is when they get they're down five to one in the first. You go, oh, okay. Well, now we're losing again. That's great. They're back on the losing track. We can start looking at draft picks again. Everything is fine. <sighs> And then it isn't. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's unbelievable. How is this happening? How do you come back on the road against a red-hot team down 5-1? How does that happen? Credit the Coyotes. Credit the I will, Coyotes. I have, I have to say, I do. I have to say. And I te- I was texting someone this earlier. When, when I'm cheering for this team to win, they're going to be unbelievable to watch. They have no quit. They have... No quit. And they've proven that all season long. And it's so impressive. It's so impressive if it weren't for what the goal is and what most of us as people who watch and follow this team and the staff, not the staff, but the management want, then this would be great. But it's not because it would have been a perfect night for the tank. It would have. Columbus won tonight. I know. The Vancouver Canucks won tonight. I know, I know, I know. It's not happening. It's not <laughs> happening. Let's stop talking about them catching the Blackhawks or Columbus. It's not happening. They're going to finish like fourth, fifth, or sixth worst. That's what's going to happen. They're going to have to get lucky in the lottery, and Clayton Keller can keep cracking his jokes about the GM. <laughs> I got, I got, I am just like, I'm out of words. I'm out of words. Um, Let's get to our super chats before I lose okay. track of them. <laughs> Um, Sean, you can pull up whichever one first. Um, Bigly Sober 499 Super Chat. Thank you so much. Heart PHNX Sports is my king of the game. Congrats on 10,000 subscribers. Wow. Thank you so much, Bigly. We're really excited. And thank you, everyone who answered the call when we were eight away earlier today. 
We got another super chat from Corey, $5. Even if the team isn't in a position to snag Bedard, still encouraging to see how the team is performing despite being in a rebuilding year. I agree. And Charles said, $8. Eight is not great for the tank. Thank you, Charles, for your $8 super chat. It's appreciated. And oh, by the way, all 63 of you here right now at 1130, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget to like this video. And this is what pack therapy is. So <laughs> we appreciate you all. Like it's therapy for us. Yeah, it, it's therapy for us. It is. It's so hard to, it's, it's hard because you'd go through the, just like you said, it, it's the wave of emotion. The first period, we talked about LA playing on a back to back last night. They had an emotional game against Anaheim. I know it wasn't a big travel road trip for them, but it, it's still, it's a game last night. They played back to back. The Coyotes were in there last night in, in their beds in LA before the Kings were. And you need to start well. On a back to back game, it's so important to have a good start against your opponent because you could see what happened to this Coyotes team as the game wore on the second period, they got their legs and the Coyotes were flying and the Kings started to get flat by the third period. The ice was tilted the other way, except for the penalties when, when they were shorthanded, they, then Kings had their chances. But if, if the Coyotes could learn one thing is to start better. Their first periods have been atrocious for months now. They they haven't been ready at the start of the puck at the, at the first period. And it's it's game after game after game. If they would have been ready tonight, we're not talking about a 5-1 comeback. They win this hockey game. They just needed to survive the first. And that seems like the pattern for this team. If they can survive the first, even or better, they have a chance to win. And now down 5-1, to one, what does this do for that room now? You, you just came back from 5-1. to one. After the first period, five to one, they have to believe they can do anything right now. Like the the the, the belief in this room t- tomorrow, it does, it doesn't matter. You could be down six six nothing to Columbus. That's okay. We got this. They're, they're starting to believe, and I that we talked about how dangerous it is. You know that winning breeds winning, and this team believes in what they can do. Anyway, good on them because they just kept 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 going. Yeah, that's and that's the takeaway you have to have. And I said this at the midseason as well. And Leah just said it. This team has no quit in it. It just has no quit in it. This was the culture that they wanted to establish under Andre Turney and his staff. This is the kind of culture. A really solid room of guys who really pull for each other, have each other's backs, and play hard every night. They're doing it. It doesn't work so well with the tank. I, I mean, there are times when I think, Bill Armstrong, you might want to bring in a couple of assholes to really screw up this lot. <laughs> screw up the room. They were, no, but yeah. And the other uh, thing, Craig, how about uh, I can't speak highly enough of Connor Ingram right now, right? His oh my play, god! <laughs> and not just he's stopping the puck, but just watch him. He does. He looks just calm. He's square. He's he was steady. almost smirking, like when yeah. he makes saves. It's it's easy. It looks and when a goaltender is on, it looks easy. And he is on. He's not diving around. He's not kicking pucks from behind his head. It's just, it hits him. He he looks so calm and steady right now. You just had belief. And I know he gives up two in the in the shootout, but those are high, high, high-end players yeah. with no defending. He looks great. He looks absolutely unbeatable. And what, Leah, I don't know how many minutes they said that he has gone without a goal. And it's 113 it was, minutes. It now. was 70 straight saves. That's all yeah. I know. Besides, yeah, I mean, not, 23 in relief tonight. At, yeah, not including the shootout, obviously. That doesn't count yeah. in their stats. We just had a DJ Jazzy Jeff reference, by the way, in the in the chat. Just Yeah, that went right over my head. Yeah, I figured it did go yeah. over your head. <laughs> Where was it? It, it came earlier, it. but but here, by the <laughs> way, shout out, shout out to Kevin Woodley, who told us this right at the start of the season, before the season ever started. 
Connor Ingram is the guy they need to be looking at. I can't believe Nashville didn't give him a shot. And holy hell, has this guy come on. Really since late December, he's played incredibly well. But since January 1st, his save percentage now is it's just lights out. He's approaching 940 in save percentage since the start of the year. It's insane the what he's doing right now. It it's is. Crazy. And, and It's crazy. Go ahead. Well, Karen says who who starts tomorrow. I mean, it's clearly going to be veggie because he's got the he had the rest now. But 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 (laughs) are we back to goalie controversies again? Are we well, going to have to start Well, that's what I was starts? about to say. Like, look how we were talking about Veggie the first half of the season and his name was being thrown around in trade conversations. And it's not it, like it's no knock on Veggie because tonight, like every goalie has a bad night. But the way Ingram's been playing lately, it's not like, is it even out of the realm of possibility that people are going to be looking at Connor Ingram? Like, I, I, just, I know that sounds crazy to say. I just think the sample's too small for, yeah, for them to do that. But, but I can, throw it out you there. can probably cross the LA Kings off the list of teams that might be looking at Karel Vimelka after tonight. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was a rough first period. We've talked about the trade deadline uh, approaching every day here, and one of the things we've talked about is the goaltending. <sighs> right now, Craig, if if you like, I, I still don't believe Vimelka is going to get traded. I still don't. I, I, I don't either. Unless there's some some massive um, injuries coming up to several goaltenders in the league in the next few weeks, but. If I had to pick a guy right now, like who's the hotter hotter between these two, and who gives me the most confidence between the pipes right now for tomorrow? If I had to win a game tomorrow, it might be Connor Ingram. Well, you could almost feel the sense of calm that went over the team when he came into the game, and you know, obviously the timing worked well because they got to go in the locker room between periods and kind of resettle. But like you, you saw the way the team celebrated with him the other day when he had his his shutout. And then you saw him come in in relief. And like, even as a fan watching, I felt, I was like, okay, like they have, you know, whatever happens, even if they end up losing 5-1, I don't think it's going to be a 10-1 game. Like that was the feeling that I had when he came in and clearly the team felt it too. And, you know, blatantly asked and I made an interesting point and I'm like, listen, I know it's late, so I'm just throwing out a bunch of stuff, but said Ingram is 25 years old, make him the goalie of the future. And I'm not necessarily saying that, but is there a chance that he could be part of this group like four years down the road still? If Maybe. He, if I he mean, improved, like he's still technically a rookie. Yeah. And if he, if, if this is the beginning of confidence, we see what happens to goaltenders in Arizona, Mike Smith, Darcy Kemper, like this is where goalies come to thrive. It's like the magic place for goalies in the NHL. Could we have another one of those situations on our hands? I don't know. I think so. And, and here's why. Because if, if he, the, when Nashville sent him down, when he got claimed on waivers and all those things happened and he's here, Nashville won, wanted to keep this asset. And Nashville really likes Connor Ingram. Like they, they saw a future in Connor Ingram. They didn't want to let him go. Um, he's 25 years old. He's got a lot of good hockey in him. Now, can he be the number one guy on a team running for the Stanley cup. I don't know because I don't know if you've seen the body of work to Craig's point, if you've seen him play that many games and how he's his consistency level. But for right now on this team, I, I don't see a problem with their goaltending tandem right now. And in the next few years, I just don't. Yeah. Um, Charles said, Craig starting in goal tomorrow for the tank. <laughs> I saw what Joel said, said, run the numbers. P's falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joel. Let's let's run the numbers. numbers. Let's do it. 
Um, Coyotes at one point were out shooting the LA Kings in the third period, I will say. But it did it did end up 37 to 32. That is insane, PD, because they were being outshot 15 to 6 in the first period, came back, outshot the Kings in the second, and then like you said, it, the ice completely tilted in their favor. Both teams successful on the power play. Coyotes, of course, capitalizing on that five on three. Um, just this one was just chaotic in every possible way. I don't even know what else to say. Clearly, we're all speechless a little bit. Yeah, but the two numbers on there. Look at the block shots. The Coyotes have 22 block shots. And, and on the, the shots on goal thing, it, that first period, it goes back to that same point about their inability to start in the first period. And I don't remember, I think it was Keller. It was so long ago. It feels like it was last month, but it was earlier tonight. In the first period, they had an opportunity to shoot again early and just to get a shot on that. And they and they passed it up trying to make one more play. It seemed like once they finally started delivering pucks to the net in the second period, that's when things started to happen for them. They've, they've got to just get the mindset of shooting the puck in earlier in the game and maybe that can get their legs underneath them that shots on goal thing it probably would have been in the coyotes favor if not for those two late um power plays by the kings one late and third and the one in overtime good grief it was a shooting gallery against conneringer but again even when they make the pass across on the one-timer he was steady he was calm and it hit him right in the in the in the kachina logo so I think the shots being even, I think that would have been a Coyotes, again, over 30, and they lose again with shots over 30. Um, but I really felt, if not for those two um, power plays late, that they would have outshot the Kings. Mm. Yeah. Um, PD. <laughs> it's, it's just funny. This is the dead air. It's just, yeah. Yeah. 16 points off a playoff spot, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Why did you have to bring that up? <laughs> 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 are they are they buyers at the deadline now, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw it. You know, that. you know that Twitter account, like NHL rumor bot. Yeah. That just generates random things. It was the Arizona Coyotes are buyers at the deadline, and their top target is Louis Erickson. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. Fantastic. Oh, All right. Well, PD, while you're the one that's um firing right now let's pull up your keys let's get the keys um, to the game i think going. we know how we feel about the first one <laughs> yeah don't sleep through the first period late start and and god damn it, they just you just knew it <laughs> they started at 8 30 so did we we retired so they retired and eh, they didn't get that one no penalties i mean they gave up one power play goal out of but they were one for four eh, eh. It was okay. Yeah, I thought after the first power go play goal, I thought they're going to be in trouble and stop Kempi and Kopitar. I mean, Kopitar gets gets a goal and uh, and a helper. I, I'll give him a, I'll give him a one and a half on the night, and that gets you to overtime and a shootout. Just wild, just wild. I just I haven't. I it's can't believe it's five to one. It's five to one against a team that's trying to make the playoffs. How do they lose that game? I don't know. How do the LA Kings? Well, they didn't lose the game. They actually win the game. But you know what I mean. How do it they lose like... a five-one lead? How do you yeah. lose a five-one lead when you're at home and you need to make the playoffs and you need this win against a team that is well below you in the standings? How do you not close that out? That would be a concern for me right now if I'm the LA Kings. A huge yeah. concern. I said this a while ago. I'm not a believer in that team. I don't think they're anywhere near ready. So if they go buying big time, I, I get it. You're in the Pacific Division. It's anybody's division, but I don't think LA is a serious contender at this point. The other thing I wanted to bring up is the thing that I tweeted that Luke Johns from the Coyotes Great Media Relations staff unearthed this eight-game point streak. Oh, yeah. Last time they did this, 
You remember it, Petey. It was that I magical do. February. The February. When they didn't lose and they soared to the top of the Pacific Division, won the Pacific Division, and went all the way to the Western Conference Final when Mike Smith was unbeatable, when a goaltender was unbeatable. It's crazy. It's been 11 years since they had a point streak this long, and it comes in a tank season? It makes no sense, no sense. what we're seeing right now. Wait, then, Craig, what the hell do we know about anything? Because I sat there. I sat here in August and said this team is worse than the team a year ago. <laughs> I, I thought this team was going to struggle to get to get low fifties and points. They're at forty seven points right now. Like what? And, and I have to give credit to the coaching staff that they've been able to get this group to buy in and believe, and they have fun going to the rink, and they love playing with each other, and everything's great and happy. And there's no way I saw this coming. There's just no way. And now you're talking about the longest winning point streak since 2012 on a team that I thought was going to have 50 points. This is absolutely, it's insane, but it's not the not the plan. When you look at three unbelievable players at the top of this draft, you need to finish last. Bill Armstrong has to just be laughing at this point. Just He's got to be, be going out of his mind. What else can you do? What else can you Jacob Jacob and Shane Goss's pair are not in the lineup. Their top pair on defense is not in the lineup. It makes no sense. No sense at all. There's nothing else you can do. You can't blame the GM. You can't say, how come you haven't? What, what more can he do? What more can he do? Look at their blue line. You, you said this a few days ago, a couple games ago. If you looked at the roster of who the Coyotes had playing defense tonight, People from around the league wouldn't recognize a single name, and here they are on an eight-game point streak. Let's just keep coming back it's, to that. And Luke made a good comment. Imagine turning you with a talented roster of this is how they are with one of the worst rosters in the league. It'd be really interesting to see. And uh, I just want to make sure we get to our super chat again before I lose track of it. Uh, Five dollars super chat from Dum Dum. Congrats on 10K. Thank you. Any particular reason? As to why the Gila River jersey patch was covered, I think it's because they were wearing their home jerseys on the road, and the patch is only for home games. Wow, look at Leo. Okay. That is correct. That one out. Listen, sometimes I know what I'm talking <laughs> wow. about. Um, Do your homework 2012, late at night. 2012, the last time the Coyotes did this, I was not old enough to drink. <laughs> but now I am. Thank goodness. <laughs> so I can enjoy some Four Peaks beer. Um, did you guys have any Four Peaks beer on this fine Saturday? It was a lovely day. You know, I went to my refrigerator when the Coyotes tied this game up and decided I was going to have a Four Peaks beer, and I realized I was out of it, which was no! a reality. So I made something else instead. Oh, not water. Yo. This, this is not water. <laughs> I'm going to be completely transparent. And... I, I did not have any four peaks tonight because I might have had one or two or three or four or five too many last night. Ah, fair enough. It was one of those nights. It was a Friday night. It was a night off. I started barbecuing. My wife and I started barbecuing, playing the music, and one thing led to another, <laughs> and we started watching. That's when we cycle through the YouTube videos of, oh, what song do you want to play next? When we play music videos from the 80s and 90s. Nice. Evening, so you know what I heard today, okay. Petey? Out, out of the blue, I heard 10cc today. You're just blew me. I don't. I don't know the last time I heard 10 cc. Leah's it's just like what? Leah, that's a little older than the than the 80s, even. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You gotta listen to Yacht Rock for a little. 10 All right. CC. <laughs> well, this is something that's gonna make my um spe my speed racers very happy because if speed and adrenaline is 
your speed. The Beer Can Derby on February 25th at Four Peak 8th Street Pub in Tempe is, uh, yeah, that's a thing. Kip pickups are open now, so if you want to show us you got the fastest beer can in the valley, sign up through fourpeaks.com slash events. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Count me in. I don't know what it is. I don't even understand the concept, but I'm in. So let's go. Must, like, I, I must be 21. It. Must be 21 wow. or older to that's great. Um, and enjoy responsibly. And speaking of using responsibly, DraftKings, um, PD, you you gave some good advice for some games today. I it, at this point, just anything Connor Ingram, just hit it. Hit it. Um, anything Clayton Keller, oh. hit it. Hit it. Just anything. Maybe Michelli assists. Hit it. Wow. On the DraftKings Sportsbook app, there's just a lot of ways you can win money. You could have bet on the NBA All-Star game tonight. That's kind of fun. Or the skills competition. Um, Lots of ways you can win money on DraftKings. So if you would like to participate, you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code PHNX. And new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And I think we should crown tonight's DraftKings king of the game. And by the way, like this really could have gone a thousand different ways. So we just had to give it to one person. And that is why Clayton Keller is tonight's DraftKings king of the game with two goals tonight. Um, he he's got things going for the Coyotes offense, um, scored his 22nd and 23rd goals of the season his fifth multi-goal game of the season as well and he's just been on fire 52 points 56 games 11 points in the six games since returning from the all-star break so he's an all-star starting to think Kells might get back on that 80 point pace he's really close now he had cooled off if you remember for a little while there but I mean, he, he went on a stretch last season before the injury where he got hot and he's he's starting to do it again. It'd be fun. It's, it's one of those fun little stories to watch inside a season that obviously, eh, not so obviously anymore, isn't leading to the playoffs. Um, yeah. But, but Kels, Kels is, he's definitely on a 70-plus point pace, which hasn't been done much in Coyote's history. And the 80-point barrier, as we've talked about, nobody's gotten there except Keith Kachuk. So we'll see. And you look how he did it tonight, too. The first goal he gets on that power play through the seam. First of all, it's flowers to Matias Michelli. Two no-look passes that completely oh my God. an experienced <laughs> netminder like Jonathan Quick. He, he got Jonathan Quick to bite on both of those passes through the seam. So shout out to him. Fantastic. And I, he is now tied for the rookie lead in assists. So good yeah, for him. 24. With so way fewer games played, by the way. Unbelievable. Yeah, 14 fewer games. But that Keller first goal, that's Clayton Keller. That's that's vintage Clayton Keller. Passed through the seam, snaps it, wrist shot on a goal on a power play. But that second one, what patience he showed. And that just another another example of his maturing as a player. I mean, he gets in there, beats it. He waited out the defenseman to slide by and just had patience. He had to wait for the very last second and for that play to materialize and held on to the puck and held on to the puck and, and finally put it in past quick. Really, he's impressive. Like, he's impressive right now. Like, people, I watched the pregame show for the LA Kings broadcast and they were all talking about Keller and keep your eye on Keller and, and he does not disappoint. And right now you to get to that 80 point mark, Craig. Yeah. Man, well, 30 it, goals is in reach too. Mm-hmm, it is. Yeah. And, and those two goals tonight, I mean, you can talk about the, obviously Boyd and, and Fisher got them 
even in a quick span. But those two goals give him life, right? Clayton Keller gives him life. They are dead and buried at 5-1. He scores a goal in the second period, gets the one early in the third. And suddenly, it's like, uh-oh, here we go again. The same thing as St. Louis. And suddenly, the team is tied again. He gave him life. Yeah, he did. It's it, That's why he was ultimately king. But we got to give our flowers to Christian Fisher, who reached the 10-goal mark. So now he's in double digits. Um, we got to give our flowers to Travis Boyd, who had a goal and an assist. Josh Brown, you know, his goal came in that ugly first period. So kind of flew under the radar, but had a really great assist um, later in the third period. So just a lot of guys on the score sheet tonight. You can kind of go down Liam O'Brien with an assist, Barrett Hayton with an assist. Just a lot. It was a, It was very much a team effort. Um, getting this done and even seeing like Christian Fisher from O'Brien and Brown. It's like, that's just not who you normally see (laughs) on the stat line next to a goal. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's just, it's everything else aside. It is really cool to see. And it was really crazy just to watch. And my TV feed was like 30 seconds behind. So I was like on Twitter and I just knew the goals were coming and it was just one after the next. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Well, you talked about Fisher too. And and the question is you look at his stats and he came on the show early before the season started saying that he wanted to focus on the offensive side of his game. And he's going to see, he wants to be a goal scorer and see all those things happening. He's sitting at 10 right now. And the last time he had 10 was in 2018, 19 career high of 15. Um, his rookie in, season in yeah. 17, 18. Yeah. And so Craig, the question is to you with 26 games to go, does he have five more in him? And can he, surpass his career high of 15. I would love to see it for fish. I would love to see it to get his, see him get that scoring touch back. He, he obviously have to heat up a little bit, but that's, that's certainly doable. If he gets on a, a little bit of a bender here, um, you know, all you need is like one multi-goal game and you're, you're in strike. Yeah, and it's one every, it's one every five games. I mean, he yeah, needs one goal every five games and it's, 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 it's doable. And what if he does get a multiple, he's had multiple goal games in his, in his past. So maybe I'd, I'd love to see him get there to get his career high. You talk about Lawson Krause and his career high. Clayton Keller is going to get his career high of Christian Fisher career. And not the plan Bill Armstrong had having everybody have career seasons. Those are your year. core guys. So that's, that's good yeah. to see too. That's, that's progress, right? And somebody um, else brought we, up, Craig, we, Aviation said that you looked at Dallas and you don't need to have that first overall pick because they have um, Jason Robinson they picked up later. You're, you're absolutely right. You don't need that. It sure would help propel you faster. But the, you still look at the young talent here, and we talked about you know Logan Cooley and Michelli and Gunther. You still would like to see that guy with a high, high-end, top number one center that this team hasn't had since 1999. Yeah, I'm going to counter the idea that you don't need that guy. You can get – you do. To win cups, you do. And yeah. history is showing it over and over again. And, in fact, that's part of uh, the topic of my column tomorrow that's already written. will be up uh, in the morning. You do need those guys. You need to pick first or second overall if you want to win cups. And that's what history tells us over and over and over again. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I want to give some love too to Troy Stetcher. He's getting some love in the chat as well. He had two really good uh, chances in this one. Um, kind of. Did you see a suit, by the way? Did you see a suit before Fire. the game? Troy Stetcher, like wow, <laughs> like his fashion is unreal. I, I'm I love it. I love it. I'm glad he he's getting that recognition, and I'm glad we crowned him best dressed in our midseason Me award too. show, too. Um, were there any other? points from this one you guys 
want to zero in on anyone you want to give we just talked about Stitcher and his chances but but the penalty kill that he was on for where he was out there for almost the full two minutes and exhausted and he's still blocking shots and getting his sticks and lanes um flowers to the penalty killers tonight too because that that phenomenal job after the first power play where they gave up a goal quickly after that they locked it down i mean there could have been like you said leo there there's so many options for the king tonight ingram was was definitely right at the top of the heap but but Clayton Keller got them out of this and got them on track for the, the comeback, as it were, and the big point. Big point. Big point. Woo, we're all going to remember that when the Coyotes pick seventh. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Luke in the chat said, since 2009, only one team has won the Cup without a top two pick they drafted. Not a coincidence. Um, and also a lot of people in the chat are mentioning Logan Cooley. We'll talk more about him next week, but just a crazy big weekend for him um, with Minnesota. So the future is bright. And even though the top three in this draft is, it seems like it's going further and further away. Like we're on a boat and the boat is leaving the shore and they're like Connor Bedard and Adam Pantilli are standing on the shore waving and they're getting smaller. That's how it feels right now. Um, Oh, that's a really depressing image. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Leah. At least uh, at least there's Logan Cooley and Dylan Gunther in the mix, you know? I don't know. I'm just trying to get through, okay? I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing. PD, any, anything else to add? On this game tonight? No, that's it. Let's go get ready for the Columbus Blue Jackets tomorrow because they're here already after their game in Yeah, and Dallas. they back to back for them as well back to back for the coyotes um this like i said this night could have been perfect columbus win vancouver win uh, montreal and san jose lost they're kind of right in now i mean the coyotes keep propelling themselves up I so know. we have to worry about <laughs> more teams at this point i'm just like i don't know i don't know i don't know i think I think you guys, I think I'm going to have to take an OGs before bed. Exactly. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm just so, so riled up right now. Um, well, good thing I have some in my house. So I will take them after um, the orange creamsicle, PD's favorite. I need to get my hands on the blackberry and cream, which I tried at the tea party. The sample were unbelievable. And the strawberries and cream, happy balance gummies are live. They're on the shelves finally. Cannot wait to try those either. Um, so as always, you can find OGs at your local dispensary by checking out ogsbrands.com. And you must be at 21 or older to enjoy OGs. And also, you guys, become a diehard. Um, you know, Craig has stories on the website almost daily, it feels like. And most of them are free and unlocked, but some of them are for diehards only. Um, they're always unbelievable. So that's a great perk to becoming a diehard. Another great perk is 20% off merchandise, 20% off events, a free shirt or hat at sign up every year, including the brand new Slim Valley Reaper shirt that just dropped last week when the Phoenix Suns acquired Kevin Durant. So make sure to get your hands on that. If you're not a diehard yet, that can be the free shirt you get in the locker when you sign up you can check out the phnxlocker.com now before uh, it sells out all right let's talk about the upcoming schedule okay um we already talked about columbus next week's kind of a late week it's just the flames and they're gonna get oh good the coyotes are at home a ton in the next two weeks and getting rest a perfect recipe perfect. for the tank. For the Not tank. 
You know what else? After this game tonight, they only have seven road games left. That's unreal. What? <laughs> seven yes. road games left. We're in February. Good Lord. What? <laughs> like, I knew that, obviously, and we knew this would happen when they opened the season on the road for a thousand years. But what? But what? You're going to pitch like 22nd. It's going to be Stop crazy. That. It's all Stop said that. and done. And the mullet magic throw that in. They're going to get their two points tomorrow against Columbus. I'm telling you, because we talked about the mullet magic. Columbus is coming in tired. Columbus already got their points to, uh, on this trip, so they're happy already. Yeah, this one's but book it. Coyote Coyotes win. Okay. Coyotes win tomorrow. No. I, don't, I don't think it's going to be a shootout. Jump past, like, like Montreal next. Yep. Who's, who else is in their sights? Philadelphia. Yep. Who's, who's in their crosshairs now? Well, uh, I have a standing. Louis, Philadelphia. Yeah, and we know St. Louis is selling now. Sell, sell, sell. Um, so let's see if they get the tank, right? Yeah, Philadelphia, Montreal, St. Louis. But you know what's crazy? Like, the Coyotes are only 12 points behind Buffalo. <laughs> like, I'm not saying they're going to close a 12-point gap and make a run, but that is just bizarre to think about. Like, all of those teams fighting for a wild card, it just felt like something happening, like, way over here. Yeah. And now... It's happening a little closer. They're eight us. points ahead of the Chicago Blackhawks. Eight points is a lot. That's a lot. This time of year, definitely. Yeah. 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 That ain't happening. Not Listen, awful. number three is possible still, but I, again, I think it's it's somewhere between four and eight. That's where they're going to finish. I'm gonna yeah. run a take. I'm gonna run a tankathon simulation right now. All right, let's see what you get. While you're yeah. doing that, I am. Uh, I have another prospect report coming this week. Oh, good. Good timing, because I need and, to look toward the future. Yeah, I'm going to look at Jeremy Langlois in the queue. Oh. Um, and you know who his coach is? Patrick Waugh. Wow. I'm going to talk to Patrick Waugh on Monday. Um, also talking, I'm actually talking to all three players now. I, I, I don't do this. I like to get the coach's sense, but I uh, one of the players that I'm featuring is Ben McCartney, because I wanted to check on him, and he had a goal tonight for the Roadrunners, who won. And Adrian Denny... Being as awesome as he is, not only got me Steve Poppin to talk to, he got me the player to talk to. So I was like, eh, I guess I'll talk to all the players. The third player I'm talking to is John Farinacci. And I know a lot of people are wondering what's up with him. So I'll talk to John and uh, Teddy Donato, the Harvard coach. Harvard's going to the NCAA tournament as well. They're they're playing really well right now. In addition to that, of course, the uh, traditional guys that I talked to from the Coyotes development staff uh, this, this week, uh, Lee Stepniak and Curtis Foster. So an interesting one. And I'll check in some on some other guys as well. Dylan Gunther is smoking hot, by the way, since he went back to Seattle. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait to read that one, Craig. And it's when when the Coyotes get points in eight straight, you have to think about the prospects that are already part of the system. And without further ado, I'm gonna here's the app. Okay, Sim Lottery with the fifth pick. Oh, so this is the order: San Jose one, Chicago. San Jose. Yeah, they moved up three spots. Chicago, two. Anaheim, three. Columbus, four. Arizona, five. So At five, you can still get Will Smith, though. You could. You could get Matt Bay Mitchcock if teams yep. pass on him because of uh, the running yep. situation. Yep. I mean, if he's still sitting there and those top three guys are gone and you're the Coyotes, I'm going Matt 
I'm going Mepe Mishkov. That's what I'm doing. Yep. I'm going for the game breaker. I don't care if it takes three years for him to get here. So kind of like the Kaprizov deal in, yeah. in Minnesota where you sit exactly. and wait for him, and then he gets here and he's yeah, an he all-star. He turned pretty good. Yeah, he's fire. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah, by the way, it is past we made it. So happy Sunday. Um, and I have to go back to this comment from Ethan. If they finish any higher than sixth from the bottom, can we all meet at Mullet Arena and do a 4,600 person <laughs> collective coyote sign? <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. I'm in. I am in. Man. Let's but yeah, I mean, it, it could be like if you even think about this, it, the 2022 draft. The Coyotes got third. We were kind of disappointed that they fell or that they didn't move up. And then they got Logan Cooley, and then you kind of find out maybe they would have taken Logan Cooley all along sort of thing. And then you think, oh, maybe it's fine that they didn't get first overall in this draft. Like, things kind of worked out. What? Why are you shaking your head? Yeah, not this year. The Logan Cooley draft or this year's draft? Yeah, well, the, I was saying that about the Logan Cooleys. And I'm not saying that you're going to miss out. Like, not missing out on the first isn't is, – missing out on the first is bad. But if it like if all the things fall and then in like five years we think well they didn't get Bedard but this guy they got like is turning out to be unbelievable I don't know look at Kale McCarr he was picked fourth Nathan McKinnon was first yeah you know I knew that was coming I'm just trying to be positive okay just yeah I positive. think you're you know but Leah you're right and and I get it if you're not going to if you look, can't they won get the on first my third try. Yeah, if you can't get the first, there still are good hockey players. And you go back to the, the 2015 draft, was the, the McDavid draft, which was a good draft. You know, you have to go back to a draft, deep draft. Except for the and Coyotes. You, yeah, and you look at some of the guys there. Timo Meyer was drafted later, Miko Rantanen later. Like, there were some good players drafted later. Matthew Barzell was 16th. Like, there are some good players that were drafted after Connor McDavid that still helped your hockey club, but... To Craig's point, you don't win a Stanley Cup without that one or two, and even that two. That you remember how the, the fanfare for Jack Eichel is, is Jack Eichel like he's not even in the universe of of Connor McDavid. Remember that but one? Like, even for yep. a stretch, there was the talk of well, is it really number one or is, or is Eichel number one? It's not even close. Talk. Nope. Connor McDavid is the best player in the NHL, but he still hasn't won a Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's that tells you more about Edmonton's management than anything else. I don't know. Now I'm getting. So, now I'm Sidney Crosby uh, went first overall. Patrick Kane went first overall. I mean, I can just keep going down the list. I, it's. A <laughs> root says Coyotes legend Pavel Datsyuk. <laughs> yeah. Drafted late. yeah. There's a late late draft pick. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. a good Those Coyotes days are legend. long gone. That's when scouting was a lot different than it is. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Okay. Well, moving on. I went back and started this comment, Sean. So can we pull up the start comment? Because I wanted to make sure we gave this person a shout out. Aiden said, flew from Vancouver for a week to watch my Coyotes play at the Mullet for the next three games. So excited to see the Mullet. Hope to see the PHNX crew this week. Thanks for everything you guys do. Go Yotes. Well, Aiden, welcome to Arizona. That's really exciting. You're going to love the Mullet. Um. Really excited for you. And they don't play a ton of games here this week. So there are some days that you're going to have to fill with some activities. I have a couple of suggestions for you. Um, Octane Raceway and Mavericks. If you're looking for a great activity um, at any time of the day, really. Go-kart racing, arcade, bowling, laser tag, a bar, (laughs) food, multiple bars, if you will. Axe throwing, 
Octane Raceway and Mavericks has it all. Definitely check them out and you can book some fun this spring at Octane Raceway and Mavericks with all those things I just mentioned, including virtual reality, which I forgot to mention because I forgot they have that, Um, but they really have it all. So check out OctaneRaceway.com and Mavericks.com to learn more. And you guys, I'm pretty disappointed because I had an underdog pick them going that I was feeling really good about. And then Corel Vimelka got pulled in the first period because part of the pick'em involved higher in saves and collectively the higher in saves hit, but neither goalie got it. So I lost the pick'em, but otherwise I think I would have won it. And now I just think I need to buy insurance every time because I am always one leg away from winning. But that's what makes underdogs so great. Um, the more legs you add, the more money you win but you can get insurance. If you miss one leg, you could still win. You could also play daily fantasy. There were a lot of NHL games today and underdogs cool. Cause they do it by slates. So you can draft like for slates of games, which is just like a really fun, interesting way to do it. There were a lot of late games tonight. Um, so check out underdog. It's, it's just a lot of fun. I've been using it a lot lately. And if you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or in the discord. It's super easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, sign up with the code PHNX and underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. All right. We got a $5 super chat from all text said, missed the game. Just got home. Did I miss anything besides the comeback? Also (laughs) PD, what was your Arizona e-bug jersey number one to get another jersey of Steve Peters <laughs> e-bug jersey from Cassian from Cassian did there you, you go no I, I we didn't never I didn't have a jersey number here for you didn't e-bug. have a number no there's no number on the back of the jersey you were in practice no. yeah what no, number was your jersey. number when you were in college uh, in college I was number one me too. Craig, number one. You both were number one. Yeah, but I but I was thirty all the way through my high school and youth career, and I got to college my first year. I went number thirty, and then the second year, and I, I was a redshirt freshman. The next year, I come back, and the equipment manager handed me one. And I said, "I'm not number one. I'm number 30. He said, "No, not anymore." <laughs> and I said, "Okay, that's kind of that's how it goes when you're like third, fourth, fifth string. It's like you know, okay, no worries." <laughs> so that's then I was hilarious. number one. Hey, blatantly oh. asinine, by the way, I didn't miss your comment. Um, that would be an interesting debate, actually. Who is the worst GM, Peter Shirelli or Stan Bowman? I would have to think long and hard about that one before I came to an answer for you. <laughs> Maybe ask that in the next mailbag, blatantly. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, actually. That's a great question for the mailbag. And the mailbag's coming in another week if you want to hang on to that. So Yeah, we can try and break the previous record of 96. And You guys whatever. ever see that Peter Shirelli stamp of approval? Have you ever seen that meme? No. Oh, it's great. I might include it. If somebody asked me that question in the mailbag, I will include it. It's great. <laughs> Aldrich said, so black Kachina PD jersey? <laughs> but it has to just say <laughs> PD. Yeah. Or it should yeah. be like PD size and then like 100. Oh. I don't know. That could be fun. Um, all right. Let's 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 cap this off. Let's go to bed. Let's look at the punch card and see where we are. So close. And you so know what I'm starting to, to notice more the further we're getting to the bottom is the place where it says punch guard results do not guarantee first overall <laughs> pick. It's kind of upsetting. Kind of yeah. upsetting me a little now that we're getting closer to the bottom. Well, I was, I'm kind of disappointed because I was, I was already, after the first period, I held the, all these rants about how the Kyrs are turning the puck over. They can't defend. Just what a shit show the first period was. And I was ready to get on my thing and I was going to draw plays and all this. And then they win. 
Well, they don't win, but you know what I mean. It's kind of. I love how we like keep thinking they won, but it feels like they did. I know, and and the the comeback. So there's, I just had no, I got no rant energy left because they were so bad in that first period. They're so bad, and then they were great. That's a good way to summarize this one, Craig. Any final thoughts from you? No, I just want, I just want a franchise center to cover before I retire. Is that too much to ask? I'll push you in your wheelchair in the press box. <laughs> so before we go, Craig, I, I think we we both agree that I don't think this team can get last. I think that's the, the, they can't. I Not even last, the last, buddy. Those two and spots third are to gone. last. Third to last might even be a stretch. Yeah, it's dicey. Now. So now it is all about we do need to start really thinking of everything we can do. And I think that means Leah Crystals. I think it means smudging. I think it means soothsayers and tarot readers, whatever it is we need to do. Because we do need the ping pong ball. Like we, we need it. Like I, I literally need this because. Do we need this... to go back to Mrs. Rita's? I mean, I did this when I was at Substack, but do I need, do we need to go back to Mrs. Rita's as a team? And... I think I, I, whatever it takes. What, what do, honestly, yeah. literally, whatever it takes. We need to uncover the curse, and we need What's to rectify. On? We need to. Yes. The three of us, on behalf of the fans Ooh. of this franchise, will rectify whatever curse. Brilliant. We need to what, find out what the curse is. What it, what the curse is? That's yeah. brilliant. That's some investigative journalism. What is the curse? Like the goat curse, um, and yeah, the, maybe yeah, the Cardinals curse. banner curse. Like there's got to be a curse. We just need to find out what it is. Okay. Might start with Steve Elman just saying, okay. Did I say that out loud? Oh, I guess I did. Oops. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. 77 people at 12 12 a.m. We sincerely appreciate you all for being here. And if you're listening later, we appreciate you as well. I don't blame you for listening to this the next day or the day after. Um, but be sure to like this video like wherever you get your podcast and subscribe there as well. Follow PHNX Sports across all socials. Thanks again, everyone, for 10,000 subscribers on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. All the sports, five shows a week from all the sports, plus extra coverage. So just a great time to become a subscriber to follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. Um, and you can follow each of us on Twitter, at Leah Merrill, at S. Peters Hockey, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore to pause and follow our show at PHNX underscore coyotes and guess what we get to do all of this again tomorrow but luckily the game starts two hours earlier um so bless but we'll see everybody again tomorrow after the arizona coyotes take on the columbus blue jackets but until then everybody enjoy the rest of your night get some rest and we'll see you tomorrow